First name Sugar. Second name Dread. In the building. That's right. Good, 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 good. Uh, yo, it's the Sugar and Dread podcast. We are here with you today. We mm-hmm. have a top five and and it's a big one, you know. Major, uh, we major. come, we come. It's episode 23. Yeah. It's our Jordan pod. Mm. And you know what we had to do. Right. We had to come with a big top five. So it's our top five yep. Beyonce songs this podcast you don't know you don't oh. know you don't know oh. we've also got some big boy poems in some poems from ollie o'neill and w todd Kaneko. yo big man what are you saying yeah. you all right you know what i'm i'm okay i'm i'm all right i'm all right um yeah it's been it's been a bit mixed it's been a bit mixed this past few um this past week and a bit but you know we we move we are we are alive yeah it's a mad one it's a mad yeah. thing okay yeah but anyway yes 26 thanking god for life yeah that that's <laughs> cool that's, that's that's it that is it <laughs> and for those for those who don't know in uh, gabriel's pamphlet called at the speed of dark he has a poem called 24 thank god for life <laughs> yes i do how are you doing how <laughs> how have you been my friend um, I, I, yo, basketball has started back. Yeah. Uh, the NBA bubble is, is in progression and I'm loving it. Mm. I'm absolutely loving it. I'm loving the bubble. I'm watching there's basketball all day, every day, and it is brilliant. So I'm currently sort of trying to adapt my sleeping pattern mm-hmm. because the games will be from maybe like, there'll be a seven o'clock game. And then a nine o'clock, and then an eleven thirty game, and then a two o'clock game. Yeah. So I'm trying to adapt my sleeping patterns so that I can watch all the games, mm. and that has basically become my life now. Everything Boy. else in terms of reading and writing and all of that jazz, uh, we don't talk too much. <laughs> you know, let's not talk about that. But basketball is back, and I've needed it. Football came yes. back. And now football is kind of done. The Premier League season is over. Mm-hmm. So over I, I need my sport fix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Prem came back, is finished. There's Champions League and Europa League to be done. Okay. But the new season, I think, will start in September. Okay. So it's a quick turnaround till to the start of the next season. So okay. it will be, yes. Yeah, it's, it's calm, man. We, we're not missing football for too long. And then it's back. So it's brilliant. Yes. It's fantastic. It's exactly <laughs> what I need. Right. Shall we get into our top five? Oh, yeah. Let's go. Run the jingle. The top five that we're doing this week Uh. is top five Beyonce songs. And 
this is essentially my hive application this is this is what <laughs> this is i um yeah this is as close as i'm gonna get to an application to join the beehive i expect that i will probably be thoroughly rejected oh boy. uh this is maybe the only top five where i'm not i'm not trying to fight anybody <laughs> i i don't i i i don't have the vim for for you beyonce um hive members i'm not trying to beef you i'm just trying to join you i'm trying to show you that you know my love of of beyonce is you know it's there it's deep the respect is there so what we're gonna do is we're gonna go right into it and i'm gonna go right into my honorable mentions first honorable mention is love on top yeah yeah man yeah yeah yeah. like you know good bubbly vibes so just Mm. throwing that out there as an honorable mention uh, also check on it featuring Bun B and Slim Fug. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When uh Beyonce's, you know, you know, d- yeah, Beyonce, Beyonce can do sexy in it. So don't like don't sleep on Beyonce. <laughs> Never. Like, yeah, she does her thing. She does her thing. Check on it. Big, big tune. Mm-hmm. So that being said, I am going to get into my top five. Yeah. Woo! In at number five, mm-hmm. I have Oh, free Bonnie and Clyde with Jay Z. It's just Ooh. a tune. Like yeah. it's it's just a tune. It's it's I don't know. Like I don't have a girlfriend, and you know that's that's fine. But I sing this song with my whole chest. <laughs> I sing it with my whole chest. Me, like that's all I need. Oh, okay. And I'm not saying that I'm living a life of sin, but <laughs> yeah, me. Don't know me, me and me and my girlfriend who doesn't exist. It's vibes, <laughs> absolute vibes. In at number four, yeah. I've got Baby Boy featuring Sean Paul. Yo, now, it's just ah, oh, I don't want to start singing on the pod and start ruining things for people, but it's <laughs> it's just, it's just you know those songs that come on and you you start bubbling and you start singing it's it's just it's a big tune it's an all around big tune baby yes. boy beyonce featuring Sean Paul in at number 4 mm-hmm. in at number 3 i have upgrade you featuring yeah. jay-z yeah yeah now yeah. this used to be like my number 1 beyonce tune the beat on this is just bang it slaps fam it it, it just slaps it Um, slaps so hard the only reason that this song dropped in my estimation to be honest is just some of the lyrics on upgrade you from beyonce just i don't know i don't know i just feel i don't know it doesn't feel i feel if beyonce did a concert she wouldn't be singing upgrade you with her chest so I'm a bit like that's kind. Of, that's the only reason it slips because I'll start hearing the lyrics and I'm like, ah, how would you say this anymore? I don't know. I don't know. So that's the only reason upgrade you slipped. In at number two, mm-hmm. we've got Deja Vu featuring Jay Z. Um, yeah, this is this is uh, oh, it's it's those. Yo, it's the, those those kinds of those stuff. Hey, when you hear that, when you hear that, oh mate, when you hear that, that to start off with, Oi. please, 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 you lot thought, you lot thought, 
you know, you lot thought it was only Beyonce that can hit them notes. I promise you, I promise you when Deja Vu comes on, hey, it's not just Beyonce that can hit them notes. It's, it's me too. It's me too. Call me Sugar J. Yonce. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's mad. It's definitely mad. Uh, Deja Vu is 100% a big tune that's why yeah yeah that's 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 the vibe that's that's it um and and now now we are we are at number one and my number one my biggest and baddest beyonce tune is irreplaceable to the left Mm. now this song yeah there's a story, like, so this song, oh, I'll never forget when when um I was listening to this song and my dad was like, this is the song where, <laughs> he, he, he cracked me up, he was like, this is how, he was like, this is when I knew that Beyonce was a bad girl. And I was like, what are you talking about? Um, and he's and and when she, when she's like, you must not know about me, like you must not know about me. He was like, yo, that's such a yard thing to say. You must not know. Like he was just like, yeah, he was just like, this is the yard thing to say when you catch yard man and they you wanna beef and they're like, what? <laughs> you don't know who I am, like what? And it's such, it's real. Like when you deep it, yeah, it's really, really like that's some hard, like that's hard, bro. What? Do you know who I am? Me, bro. You, uh, hey. Who are you talking? Me? You're, you're bringing that to me? Yeah, yeah. Beyonce, oh, like, obviously she's singing like, you must not know about me. You must not know about me. But it's it's definitely, she's come like with her whole chest. From some of the lines where what she comes with in this track are, bruv, she is stunting on my man so hard. Yeah. She says, yeah, <laughs> it's my name that's on that jag. So remove your bags. Let me call you a cab. Do you know how disrespectful that is? How dis- she said, yo, 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 little man, little man, that's my car. Okay, I bought that one. <laughs> I bought that car. It's a Jaguar. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, that's my Jack. Yeah, yeah. So, so come out. Yeah, yeah, no, no, take your bags out. You're not driving away from here. Let me call you a cab. Not even you call a cab, you know. Yeah. She's like, I'll call a cab because mm-hmm. he's a broke boy. So I know you ain't got money for the cab. So let me call it for you. Yeah, hard, absolutely hard, utmost oh disrespect. Beautiful tune, excellent vocals, and she's talking crud. Um, so yeah, so irreplaceable to the left is is my number one Beyonce tune. Fantastic. Let me run it back. You know, for apparently you. Neo wrote that one originally. Um, Neo wrote it. Neo wrote it, and he was like, "I cannot. This is a bit of a madness coming from me. So I need to, <laughs> I need to give this to someone who <laughs> could carry it." Um, I'm trusting that you fact checked yourself. I mean, look, I, it's it's there was a whole Twitter thread about of of um about these songs in it. So Twitter, Twitter's not facts, but they had they the thread had recordings of the of different artists singing the songs in it. Okay. Um, all of the hive. I would just like to say that it was from Gabriel's throat that eh? he came to say these things. I beg your and pardon? if they are untrue, I Sugar J poet have nothing to do with this. And you can find Gabriel at Gabriel Akamo. That's A-K-A-M-O on Twitter. That's at Gabriel Akamo, A-K-A-M-O on Twitter. Please do not direct any of your vitriol to Sugar and Dread or Jeremiah Brown, A-K-A Sugar J. Poet. Um, that's fantastic. That's absolutely fantastic. I am now going to run my top five back. 
in at number five, I had O3, Bonnie and Clyde with Jay-Z. Yeah. In at number four, I had Baby Boy featuring Sean Paul. Mm-hmm. In at number three, I had Upgrade You featuring Jay-Z. In at number two, I had Deja Vu featuring Jay-Z. Yes. And in at number one, I had Irreplaceable to the left. Well done, well done, well done. Well done. Well done. Okay. So, top fives. This is the hardest top five yet. Um, Lord have mercy. Please don't fight me for my song choices. I've tried to include um, various... I'm trying. I'm trying to include a variety of styles, right? So if if there's a song that like mm-hmm. that I've chosen that's got like that there's for example, I've tried to not have like what three songs of the same style, and then you know. Okay. So what you're saying is that Beyonce often releases the same song over and over. No, no, she doesn't release the same <laughs> song over and over. I would never say this. This is false. Her discography, <laughs> his disco- her discography is so. Um, extensive um, and given the sheer the sheer breadth and how many times you can kind of go into she can go into the similar into a similar style and consistently smash it um, there are many songs that are that that could make the top five but they're of a similar style so I try to incorporate um, as many various styles as possible um, and so yes consider consider each item on the top five rather than like as 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 a beacon um from which from which the light of the light of b shines forth um we have been under duress for this whole top five <laughs> section with the amount of disclaimers where fam this is the first time we're doing this under duress oh, i don't boy. know what we it's oh. okay like yeah it's mad it's mad it's mad look at what you anyways let me stop continue get into your top five don't let them don't let them don't let them get to you bro oh boy okay um i'm gonna i'm gonna just reel off bare honorable mentions in it so honorable mentions are as follows in no particular order partition diva halo sweet dreams best thing i never had run the world irreplaceable deja vu drunk in love green light Love on top, baby boy, upgrade you, and also wow. yeah, and also, and then brown skin girl, brown yeah, who okay okay, yeah let's go, uh top five Beyonce tracks. My number five is me myself and I, um, yeah that keeps coming to mind, doesn't it? It's me myself and I. It's not, I'm not gonna butcher it, but yeah, it's it's it, it's one of those. <laughs> It's one of those ones that <laughs> where, where that's, that didn't happen. It's one of those ones where I remember very vividly, um, largely for the music video. Yeah, I just remember the whole the whole music video being like, was that the one where she was going in reverse and there were like multiple versions of her? Is that is I, I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm blending the two. Um, yeah, number four is one plus one. Um, yeah, one plus one is again it's. Ah, it's one of it's 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 got um is the word power ballad i'm not sure what it is but like it's just that energy the passion in it is is is, is plenty um i i i don't want to sing it i'm not gonna sing it i'm not gonna sing it but yeah please it's, don't of course not but it's one of those <laughs> it's one of the it's one of those ones where like you hear the title and you're like yep i instantly know exactly which song that is and i love it uh, number three 
um, is Freakum Dress. Um, Freakum Dress is, it's it's just it's a bop. It's plain and simple. It's a, it's it's an incredible song. Who now? Um, yeah, when when I when I thought when you said top five Beyonce tracks in it, I thought these were the two that immediately came to mind. So and these are somewhat interchangeable, but um, at number two, I put Crazy in Love um featuring jay-z i i say this because this was my first i think this is the first song or my that i remember um as a solo beyonce track because before because i i knew i'd known beyonce from destiny child and that kind of thing but um but when she kind of had her when she started doing her solo career started doing things solo i remember um yeah, this was ve- yeah, this was basically my introduction to Beyonce. So this song has a particular has a particular place for me. Um and I remember the I remember the the beginning the beginning of that song with the with the horns and it was very yeah, it was it was power. I was like, okay, this is this this is this is Beyonce, yeah. Okay. Um obviously she was the main player in Destiny's Child. Um but I, this this was this was the song that made me sit up and be like, okay, um this this woman's going solo and it's gonna be a madness and i have not been i've not been proven wrong since so yeah that's why crazy in love is my personal number two and my number one my number one my number one is single ladies um it's a great song there's a reason there's a reason why everyone and their cat was doing a was doing a remix of it um because (laughs) Yeah, you know when 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 a song is when a song is overplayed, it's yeah. But I think it's testament to the power of single ladies that for me, despite it despite it being overplayed so much, it still maintained its its strength as a as a song. Um, just the energy, the you know, it's it's the energy of the song. The video is I really really liked um what she's what she's doing kind of like vocally and then even physically within the thing i yeah it's it's great it's great that's it's another it's another kind of example of the power of of b um it's yeah we love it we love it we love it uh let me run my top five back so number five is me myself and i number four one plus one number three freakum dress number two crazy in love featuring jay-z and number one, single ladies. Um, yo, those are our top five Beyonce songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I 100% know that Antonia Jade King is going to absolutely despise my top five. And mm. I don't know. I She might like yours. Uh, it's going to be funny, though. It's going to be funny, though. I think she's not. I don't expect her to approve. I really don't expect <laughs> her to approve. But... As I say, week in, week out, I am right. You are wrong, I don't think and that is that, and it is done. No, 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 no. I, you know what? Yeah, uh, the people wouldn't respect me if I started to Ooh. change. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The people wow. wouldn't respect me if I changed. The people need me to be consistent. They need me to come and say the same. Like they need me to speak with my chest. Mm. You know, I can't. I can't be bowing to societal pressure. Do you know what I mean? I have to come and say things with my chest. And so I will be consistent for the people because it's what the people ask for. You see it? That's what we do. That's how we do. That's how we do. 
You can either die a hero or live or live long enough to see yourself become a villain. I I would have had to die a very long time ago to <laughs> die a hero. I'm the villain. <laughs> I'm very much the villain because I am still alive. Uh, I missed. I missed my hero death a very long time ago uh, where I had to kick the bucket maybe just after my nationwide ad came out. Uh, now, now I am definitely the villain. So it is fine. It is absolutely fine. We're here and we're living it. <laughs> should, we, should we get into some yes. poems? Yes, please. Uh, yeah, so for some poems this week, I yeah. am reading a poem by Ollie O'Neill. Uh-huh. Uh, it is from the 2020 BYP anthology. Yes. It's an absolute corker. It's called Portrait of the Lover as an Errand Being Run. Mm-hmm. The first time I call you my love, by accident, it is Sunday morning in Sainsbury's and the words are so premature, I want to inhale them back into my mouth, undig the dirt from underneath my fingernails and return it to the earth, as if until now you are unaware of my fondness, as though the morning as it was before this, the weight of your breasts on my shoulders was merely a formality. A woman in the queue is staring at me and I cannot tell if it is because I place my hand gently on the small of your back in the fruit and veg aisle, a dozen lemons moonlighting as rind suns in our personal universe, or because I look ugly, but not like I am about to apologise for it. Mm. I want a new sound to replace the last one. I want to ask if we need anything, but I'm scared I'll reach for the milk and tell you my mouth makes your name when we're apart. Pick up a passion fruit and find myself being ridiculous, talking of fate or the stars or even my heart, which is hurting because a woman in the queue is still staring at me and my hand is still holding the small of your back on Sunday in Sainsbury's. And I am still ugly, but not about to apologize. So when you turn to ask me what I said, I don't have time to think up something new. My love, I say, my love. And the woman moves forward in the queue. Our Ryan sons refuse to set. My hand keeps holding what it should. Mm. That mm. is Portrait of the Lover as an Errand Being Run by Ollie O'Neill. Ah, oh, oh, man. Gosh, please talk to us about your about your choice of this this particular poem. So, what I really enjoy about this poem is, I think, it's just doing so much, and it it really brings you into Sainsbury's. It brings you into this relationship. It brings you into the moment of being watched of being conscious of that it brings you into her defiance of those watchful eyes it brings Mm. you into um the tenderness and the fear of the words that you use when you're in a relationship and you do love someone but there's that kind of there's that frailty about Mm. speaking on those things or saying that things or things that are unsaid that even though it's it's known and that 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 tenderness there i think there's so much in this poem 
that is so delicately done. I think of, to me, it's like watching a Sarfa Powell run. Like yeah. this poem is, is, and I say a Sarfa Powell because when you watch him run, he's like one of the most graceful runners. He's somebody who doesn't, like in terms of technique and the way that he's moving, like nothing is wasted. Mm-hmm. There's no movement wasted. Even if you watch Usain Bolt, like he's the fastest, but he's not the most graceful and elegant in terms of the way that he moves in compared to like a, a Safa Powell or if mm. you see Tyson Gay, he's pulling through it like but a Safa yeah. is just everything is smooth and effortless and just moving and you know that it's working hard mm. but the way that that he makes it look is just this 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 just movement of grace and elegance and I feel like that's mm. what this poem is doing as it as it moves through the poem and the choice of words and imagery and I think is is something that like to inhale them back into my mouth is not mm. um it's not a flash image it's no. not like a like a bang or or that kind of sort of image but it is the exact thing yes yes of that moment and and if you've ever done something like that or you've been on the other side of it or you've experienced just a moment where you say something but you didn't want to say it Mm-hmm. The the best way to describe it is to say that you want to inhale those words back into your mouth. And yeah. so I think um that's something that she does in this poem as well, is is that the use of the words or the phrases that she chooses are that's it. Like that's that's it. That's the feeling, or that's mm. th- that's what that's how you would say that thing. Um yeah. and I think just certain certain choices that she uses, like to say undig the dirt from underneath my fingernails yeah. and return it to the earth. Like yeah. what? Yeah. And like that's just such a a really specific image of the thing to do. Mm-hmm. That's like so like wanting to get everything out. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like wanting to get everything. Yeah, yeah it's mad. It's mm-hmm. it's mad. Um and I think just in terms of this early bit of the poem and, and the setup and and the way that she says as if until now you are unaware of my fondness and just that that idea of like you can be intimate with a person you can be so close to a person but then the, the idea that you've said you know my love is yeah. like oh my gosh I've said that yeah but like what did you think what was all of this before <laughs> exactly Do you know what I mean uh, like what was what was all of that before um, Even calling then, it fondness in that in that bit, yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. Oh, it's, it, even that is an attempt. It feels like an attempt to soften it in the moment, or to, you know, or to anyway, anyway, anyway. Sorry, I don't want to interrupt you. Please continue. No, no, it's it's you're right. It's like it's that like because it's what you'd say in it. It's like yeah, <laughs> yeah, and like it's like yeah. I said, ah, oh, bruv, yeah, no, I said my love in it, and. Yeah, it's not like she doesn't know that you know. I, I really like. I really, really like her. Isn't it. It's like you, yeah. You would. You. But it's like, why would you not just repeat? Why are you saying fondness? You know, as if you're yeah. not aware of my love. Do you exactly. know what I mean? Why not say that? But it's it's the, it's 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 the. I think it's the relatability of that moment again mm. as well for me. Yeah. Um. And then I think the the way that the the third woman is introduced. And I think the the point as well that she does it just after she's got the weight of your breasts on my shoulders in mm. brackets. Um, and then there's this woman who's staring at me and then it's like, 
is it because I've just put and the small of your back as an intimate place and then mm-hmm. she's the way she uses the fruit and and the veg and the the lemons and how she kind of she closes off she introduces this woman as these eyes um yeah. that are you know potentially judging eyes mm-hmm. but then she brings her there only to like close her out so she brings yeah. this other woman into it only to like close her out and say mm-hmm. like no this is our universe you can't um impose on this like yes yeah. do you know what i mean and it, mm-hmm. it it creates a specialness there um and i think the way that that she strikes that that balance um yeah and i think also just the the, then the precariousness with which she is she's existing she's like oh no i've said this thing and now yeah. if i say another thing what else might slip out and just mm-hmm. the way that she uses that to kind of show how much she's in love with her lover yeah um and 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 that side of it and the way that that, that is then there and i think all of the movement of this poem and then how she comes back at the end mm-hmm. um you know, that sense of like, you know, the universe happening in that small moment and showing that not a lot of time has passed um, Mm. in that I don't have time to think up something new. Um, And, you know, our Rhine sons refuse to set. Mm. My hand keeps holding where it stood. And how she, all of the elements that she introduces into the poem, the woman moves forward in the queue um everything she she brings into the poem she she closes like she ties it up and um i think sometimes i have a rejection to like neat bows yeah. sort of tying up a poem but it 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 doesn't feel like to me um that this is like a a gratuitous sort of bow placed on top of the poem it, it's the kind of it's like this has happened and these are these are all the things kind of coming to their sort of culmination as shopping on an ordinary Sunday mm. and this sort of moment has happened that she's she's described in this way is sort of moving on and so it's kind of like you know there with your shopping trolley and this this splits thing has happened this word has been said you've moved on there's a universe of there's um lemons of rhinestones. Do you know what I mean? Like a dozen lemons moonlighting as rhinestones in our personal universe. Like yeah. all of this has happened. This world is created in like this split moment. And then it's like you're moving on with the trolley and like you're just you're then going on. And I think it it for me, it um it's like a a, a scene. It's like mm. a scene in a film. And I think the way that time works in this poem is very yeah. much like a scene in a film where there's a moment and and so many things can happen yeah. but in in this section of the film although we've been there for for five minutes mm. you know we've only moved five seconds and yeah. I think there's there's something really um cinematic about this poem in that sense as yes. well um yes. and I think yeah as I read it that's what it does it it gives me that vision that view um and those experiences and, and mm. I think it's I think it's brilliant man yeah 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 this this poem this poem is doing this poem is doing plenty talking of fates and the stars and just all of this in a super it's gosh your discussion of this poem and your analysis of this has been 
it's more it's, it's been more than than what i can than what i can kind of express right now in it i think you've covered a lot of it but read it yourselves it's in the barbican young poets anthology um at the moment um also ollie's dropping in ollie's dropping a collection soon um oh so, is she yeah 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 so yeah follow follow ollie in it what we are given what we are given is is the new is the new collection on right bloody yes yeah man this is very 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 dope poem mm. um super enjoyed it that's that's ollie o'neill fam yeah yeah my turn in it um, yes it is so my poem is elegy for bruce lee by w todd Kaneko. somewhere in the dark sky is a beautiful fight one, two, cha-cha-cha, all our knuckles wrapping against the star's edges for the dancing master, for a flying sidekick to our body's centers. My father called you Little Dragon Lee, told me how you swiveled your hips across the floor. Three, four, cha-cha-cha, then you both wrote love poems for a girl in your English class. I practiced throwing roundhouse kicks as a boy, Feet aimed at my reflection in store windows, at street signs, at parked cars, everything I knew I could break. Now, my feet cannot leave the ground and I write love poems for the dead. The last time I watched Enter the Dragon, I imagined it was my father emerging victorious from the Hall of Mirrors, my father hustling on the dance floor, because the last time I saw my father, he had been waiting for me, the whole day in the morgue. Hold me, he said, and I did until his body stopped acting like it was alive. There is no fight where there is no spark, no wretched cock crow in the dark, just this cha-cha-cha. Grief is a fist and a promise to hurt someone. Just give it an inch between knuckle and breastbone. It will punch through everyone. Hmm. That's fam, bro. That's elegy for Bruce Lee by W. Todd Kaneko. Wow. So it it brought me um. It brought me back to Obit by Victoria Chang. Mm. This poem did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It it really, especially the way that it 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 ended, mm-hmm. um, really mm-hmm. kind of brought me back to that but yeah talk mm-hmm. about talk about this poem oh boy um so i really i really love this poem first of all for the for the for the shape broken up into the couplets into couplets i think i've i think i've still got like my um my guzzle um sensibility still there in it so it looks like one even though it's not one it looks like one um mm. <laughs> <laughs> um but I think the thing the thing that caught me, um, apart from that, also the title "Elegy for Bruce Lee." I was like, okay, I'm interested. But then, the line the the first the first like two lines, the first couplet um, caught me. Somewhere in the dark sky is a beautiful fight. One, two, cha cha cha. All our knuckles wrap. It's just yeah, the way he describes the the fight, the the fighting is very reminiscent of dancing, right? 
um, which again, because of the one, two, cha, 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 you've even got the dance, you've even got the dance floor, you've got even got the floor plus dance floor kind of thing happening in the midst of it. And yeah, the beauty, the beauty of martial arts, particularly, particularly Bruce Lee as a practitioner. But then, um, but then that's not even like the thing in the poem that really grabbed me, but just the imagery and the connection between Bruce Lee and his father. Both Bruce Lee and his father feel so kind of alive um, in the poem until you get to where where is where is it that it still takes me by surprise. I saw, um, yeah, my father hustling on the dance floor because the last time I saw my father, he had been waiting for me. And then it breaks, stanza, the whole day in the morgue. Hold yeah. me, fam. It's like, yo. <laughs> Yo, you broken it there, yeah. Hold me, he said, and I did until his body gap, his his body stopped, gap, acting like it was alive. There is no fights. There is um. There is no fights where there is no spark. No, it's man. It's similar to what Victoria Chang um did in Obit, where kind of the lines between the living and the dead are so, um. Are so thin. You can feel. You can feel the threads of. You can feel kind of the fabric of reality kind of fraying as this person kind of flits in and out of existence in this po in in the poem, and then in this, the parallelism between the father and Bruce Lee, kind of the two kind of flit in and out of each other, and it, them them both being kind of dead men. The finality of it really really lands. Um, the after after the body has stopped acting like it was alive it's just there is there is a real emptying um in this part of the poem like there is there is a life that's been torn from it um no wretched cock crowing like the morning the morning doesn't come it's just i don't know i think of it as perpetual night which kind of flings you back to the image at the beginning of the of the poem as well um You've got grief is a fist and a promise to hurt someone. Just give it an inch between knuckle and breastbone. It will punch through everyone. Um, it, that also kind of reminded me of the um, Kyle Dagon poem that we read, um, mm -hmm. that we read the other week. Um, yeah, it's, I think there's so much that can come out from um, just a simple gesture or like a part of the, a part of the body. It's, yeah anyway this 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 poem is amazing for many reasons but yeah i'm gonna let you yeah see so like yeah it, the the biggest i think one of the the like the break in terms of he kind of touched on already where he says i saw mm. my father i saw my father he had been waiting for me mm. line break um well stanza break uh the whole day in the morgue hold yeah. me and it it's yeah it's <sighs> it's at that point, that line, the whole day in the morgue, hold me, is almost mm -hmm. as though the speaker is calling to be held. Yes. Um, because he has had to spend the whole day in the morgue with his father. Mm -hmm. And then it's the next line starts with he said, and yeah. I did until his body stopped. Yeah. And it's 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 that then is is a really in terms of you go from thinking that the speaker needs to be held mm -hmm. to realizing that the speaker is holding his dad yeah. and that then double back 
double backs onto itself because you're like, damn, the speaker does need to be held if he's yeah. been holding his dad's um his dad's body mm. for a whole day. Like that man needs to be held. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Um and I did until his body stopped. And I think mm. um that there's a confusion there in terms of what well, his body has stopped. But I think also um sometimes that confusion of when you're so close to someone and you think that they're doing something, but actually yeah. it's you. And yeah. so until his body stopped for me at the first thing I thought of was like crying. Yeah. Um, and so it's almost the idea of like his body needs to stop crying before mm. I can let go. But actually it's, it's that it's him himself. But then the next line is acting like it was alive. Yeah. Um, and I think the way that there's so many different readings as the stanzas break and as the line yes. breaks and the, the, the multiple layers that are there, yes. um, just because of where he's chosen to break the stanzas is, mm -hmm. is I think a really something that really just adds depth, um, yeah. to the, to the meaning and feeling of this poem. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the ending of, of, of what he says about grief, that grief is a fist and a promise to hurt somebody. Yeah. um someone um and just give it an inch i think mm -hmm. the that as an idea of all grief needs is an inch yeah um it i think it resonates really really hard in in that understanding of of um how fragile we are as human beings in those moments mm -hmm. um and how uh relentless grief is willing to be yes. um and I like the way that it ends. It will punch through everyone. Mm -hmm. um, and I think there's always a, a test. There's always a kind of a sense of like, I don't know, if you see someone, I don't know, maybe this is a really masculine thing or a really like, I don't know, maybe I'm being super like <laughs> yeah. um, male, big ego, but there's always a sense of like, if you see someone like get punched or you see someone is like, in a fight and they get beaten up or you see someone and they like, they can't lift something or they're not strong enough to do something. Mm. There's always a sense of like, ah, I wouldn't have gone out like that or I wouldn't have gone down like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or, or like, and even if there's like, you know, I don't know, even if um, you know yourself, you would have gone out like that. There's, there's always an understanding that somewhere in the world, mm. there's a man that would look at what happened and be like, you couldn't let me down like that do you know what I mean like <laughs> yeah do you know what I mean like even and that I think maybe that's something in terms of even just with like fighting and like mm. seeing boxers and stuff and like there's always that sense of like well this boxer says he's the best and this one says he's the best and there's always that kind of that sense of fight and pride of like mm. knowing that there's someone that wouldn't go out like that or yeah. that would do you know what I mean and yes. I think um, what it, 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 it is here, but grief is, is undisputed. It will knock you out. Yeah. Um, it will punch it. everyone. Like it's not, That's it's it. not a brag or a boast or a, like a thing where you right. can be like, I, I, what him, he got beat up by that guy. Like, um, I, nah, that guy could never, he dumb to me. Nah. Mm. Like grief is something where it's like to you. Yeah. Fam. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, and I think the way that he ends with it will punch through everyone mm. like really speaks to that and really just kind yes. of gets rid of, of all of that kind of, yeah, that sense of ego that kind of comes along with, with punching and, and fighting and, yeah. and 
it's, it's special, man. Mm. It's, it's really special the way that it does that. Yeah, there's even an ego that comes with grieving, to be honest. It's, you know, there's the... It, whether whether it's whether it's not wanting to be seen kind of crying or not wanting to be seen breaking down or the wanting mm. to hold oneself together for the sake for another person's sake or for for for, what, for whatever reason there is i think you've really really you've really really hit on the parallel between um between uh go, going down in a fight or um or it or in or in that kind of situation and kind of how far grief can knock you and the fact that grief mm. will not only it will punch through everyone but it will but it will always take take one by surprise grief is never unexpected it doesn't matter how much one prepares for the thing that's going to cause them grief at some point or another one way or another unless like you're not a psychopath it will <laughs> the the grief can catch one like just give it an inch isn't it like, fam that's it that's it that's it yeah it's there's so much there's so much that you can go into with this poem as well. Um, Sick, but yeah, it's great. Anyway, that's that's elegy for Bruce Lee um, by W. Todd Kaneko. Yo, um, and and with that, that is the podcast. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, ooh, shake it off, shake it off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Anyways, 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 it's not drill time. No drillings, no drillings. Um, we we gave you earlier. We gave you our top five Beyonce tunes. That's right. Uh, oh, also by the way, it was yeah. top five Beyonce tunes as a solo artist. Yes, um, yes. So where she's not. yeah, where she's yeah. the lead artist on the track. So features and stuff count, but she has to be credited as Beyonce. Yeah. Um, so yeah so that's why there's no destiny child songs in there um yeah we gave you our top five beyonce tracks um we did it we done it um argue with your mothers and we also gave you some poems from ollie o'neill and w todd Kaneko. we read portrait of the lover as an errand being run an elegy for Bruce Lee uh, two stormers and yo the music that you're listening to in the background is by Gabriel P. Jones follow him on Twitter we are on Twitter as well ourselves at Sugar and Dread Um, like and subscribe leave us a 5 star review on iTunes follow us on Spotify Um, yeah keep an eye out uh, for Ollie's new um, collection um, the body of work that she's going to be releasing Uh, keep an eye out for that as well Um, yeah man players people